Hello and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne and as always, thank you so much for listening. So today on my podcast, I want to do a five-part series, which is going to be talking a little bit more in depth on five different topics, which all affect women's hormones. And this is a topic that's true to my heart because I'm 42 and my hormones have been a mess. I've had four kids um, in, you know, a shorter amount of time. Um, Basically from, let's see, how old was I when I got pregnant with Haley? So I was, I think, 33, 34. And I had my last baby before, like a month before I turned 40. So... And I had another child, or not another child, I had another pregnancy in there, so I have five pregnancies, um, one miscarriage. So, and so that just in itself sends your hormones. But we, you know, do all kinds of things to try to regulate those hormones. And something that I've heard a lot about is from people saying, well, I have my IUD or I have this whatever it is, because my doctor tells me it's going to regulate my hormones. And I cringe when I hear that because so many people I love hearing are actually having them removed because they are just not good for your body at all. And um, loving hearing so much more about the natural way of keeping track for natural ways of using um, natural planning or natural birth control, which basically is not birth control. It's just knowing your cycles and being safe and things like that um, and not looking to birth control because that's another thing that really messed my body up was getting on birth control at a young age and being on that for longer than I thought I was going to be just because I didn't know and then going off and then having issues getting pregnant. So I did, you know, a lot of... um, fertility things, finding out that there was really nothing wrong and we were able to, you know, actually have children. But, it, you know, you go through all of that and it does take its toll. And so I realized I was never going to go back on birth control. And so I'm glad that I was sort of able to really dive into all of that. But hormones are a big deal for women. And especially as you get older, Um, trying to regulate those hormones because our hormones, ladies, affect so much, more than we want to give credit to, more than what doctors want to give credit to. And there's natural ways to be able to kind of take um, action steps towards remedying or aiding in your body naturally balancing your hormones and this is something that when you become a holistic minded person and your mindset shifts you realize that your body has the ability to do all these things that we don't typically need to give it a medication in all cases to actually do that we just need to know how to better aid our body to naturally do those things our bodies are much smarter than we give them credit for so I knew that my body wanted to balance my hormones and I knew that I wanted to just do all the action steps in a natural holistic manner first before I was going to go towards 
any other alternative. And what I have found in doing that is that there has so far not been a time that I've had to look for a medication because I have found natural holistic alternatives that have aided my body in doing naturally what it wants to do. Um, But there's factors that are stopping it from doing that. Simple things that we can change. Um, And that I've seen such wonderful changes in my body and things all kind of aligned. And those were just some really eye-opening, it was eye-opening experiences for me. And hormones is one of them. And so hormones, like I said, they affect so much. And it can be very frustrating because we oftentimes can feel like we don't have control over our hormones, but we really have more control than we think. So I recently posted on my Facebook and Instagram something that I had gotten off of Pinterest. I didn't create it, but somebody put it out there and I thought, this is really good because it's a very basic stepping stone to five different things that affect women's hormones. And if we can kind of look at these things first and see how can we start making changes in those areas, will we start to see a difference? So there's stress, gut, toxins, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. And these are all things that we do have control over. And if we hone in on these areas, what could change happen to our body? For me, my hormones and how I felt and so many other things got better in the process. So today, I want to talk about the stress, the stress part of it. And so with each podcast, I'm going to talk about each different topic and what I specifically did to aid my body in balancing my hormones. So stress, that's a hard one, guys, because, you know, stress is so harmful to our bodies and we know this, but yet we tend to feel like we don't have any control over that area of our life. I think this area of our lives can be super challenging because it's doing some hard work. And some of these things are big things and we tend to not be able to break them down. So stress is huge. Stress is the relationships that you're in. Stress is the people that you surround yourself with. Giving those people too much of your time, the people that do stress you out, pulling back and giving them less of your time. That's sometimes hard because it tends to be the people that stress us out the most in life that get even worse when we're not giving them too much of our time, right? So that's a hard one, but that's a decision that you really have to make. Being intentional about the relationships that we're in. Now, our jobs, A lot of us have jobs that we don't like that bring us a ton of stress. Now, maybe you stay in that job because you feel like, well, where else can I go to make that kind of money? Or I just don't want to find another job. Or your job kind of gives you an identity that's kind of a false perception of who you are and you're afraid to get rid of it because then you're afraid that maybe that's going to go away when in actuality you need to create that in other healthier ways and realize that that's not your identity, right? So your job may be something that really does stress you out, but it might be hard because you might not be able to get rid of that job 
today or tomorrow or even in the next six months. But you will never get rid of that job if every single day you get up and do nothing about that situation. But if you do get up every single day and you choose to do something today small that's going to help you pave a path for knowing that maybe in a year or two years, or maybe if it even is six months, maybe you will get to that point. And in those stressful days, your stress will be reduced a little bit more in the fact that you will know that now you have hope. You will know that you're taking action today for a better tomorrow, and you won't feel hopeless as as much in those stressful times. This is something I had to do in order to break free from a nine to five job and become a self-employed small business owner because it was hard to make that transition and scary, but I knew I didn't like where I was. It stressed me out and the growth potential was not what I wanted, but I couldn't just quit that job the next day. I had to stick it out for a little while while I went back to school and I got training And I got my ducks in a row and I was a little bit more financially secure and I knew I was set up to be able to make some sacrifices so that we would go to one income while I built my other income, Um, knowing that my husband was hopefully going to do the same thing because I'm pretty sure I started before him, but I could be wrong. But we were both around the same time striving to be small business owners and and not and leave our nine to five jobs that both brought us a extreme amount of stress. So, but in those times, I will say that I was able to manage the stress much better. And I, the stuff didn't bother me as much because I knew I had an, an end time. I knew I had a plan, right? And so that makes it so different. Stress can also be just, you know, decisions that we're making every day choices to potentially maybe not be as, you know, routined as we need to be or as maybe um, regimented as we should be with certain things and sort of knowing that there are certain things we need to change every day because that'll just bring less stress to our lives. And also being honest about your stress and knowing that it's okay to say that I can't I don't want to live stressed anymore and not wanting to feel like a hero and being truly honest with yourself. And if you're married with your spouse and having opportunities where you guys sit down and talk about what are the things that stress you out? Because sometimes even as married couples, we tend to keep that stuff to ourselves and then we're having these fights and then we don't even realize this is something that really stresses my spouse out that maybe I'm doing or I could change that for them just because I didn't realize that was stressing them out. And now just by one simple change, now he he or she doesn't feel that way every month um, or every day. So, you know, being honest with yourself and with your spouse to write the things down, write the maybe first 10 things or the first top five things that bring you the most amount of stress. And then get an action plan towards fixing them. If you have an action plan and you are action taking action and making motion happen, then again, you feel less hopeless in those times when you are stressed. If your finances are stressing you out, then make an action plan. 
to find out what you can do to fix it. Maybe that means that you need to talk to a financial advisor and get them to help you. Maybe you need to go to your bank and talk to them about your options for a home equity line of credit or getting a loan or you know, finding somebody that can maybe sit down and help you figure out a way to balance your budget a little bit more. Maybe that's not your, your strong suit and you just need someone to help. <clears throat> I mean, I know that with the company that I partnered with, they have wealth services as well. Part of that is getting together with people and helping people with their credit score and helping them figure out ways to raise that credit score to make them feel hope in a hopeless situation of going to get credit and now you don't even have the credit score to get that credit. Or I dealt with this a lot when I was in real estate. Someone comes, they want to buy a house, they're so excited and their credit score is terrible. And what can they do? You know, So getting them a plan to get that credit score raised gives them hope to know that, okay, I can't buy that house tomorrow, but I can buy that house in six months potentially or maybe a year, but now they're doing something. They don't feel hopeless, right? So I love the program that this company has because they go in, they have experts, and they help you take action steps daily to raise that credit score. And they'll look at your financial portfolio and, and give recommendations to you that you may never have even thought could do make a difference, right? Or consolidate things to change this or change that or say, don't do this because that impacts your score, you know, different things. Um, you know, if your retirement stresses you out, there's a program that helps get you set up for retirement. They look at your finances. They ask you, where do you want to be? And they help set the path towards achieving that because that's what they're experts in. So I love that because then you don't feel hopeless with your finances. When you choose, uh, we're just going to do something better for our budget. We're going to take this out of our budget. Um, Again, if it's your marriage that brings you stress, maybe you need to make the decision that the two of you together are going to decide you're going to go talk to a therapist and actually get some help. Get somebody who can sit down with you guys and help you guys understand each other and bring you guys together to a common ground, right? Because maybe you're going to family members and then you feel like that, you know, there's no third party person that's just a you know, non-biased opinion. They're just there to help you, right? They take the emotion out of it. Therapy saved my marriage. And we still reference back to so many things that our therapist told us to do that it's easy to get off track, right? So sit down and write the things down. Be honest with yourself. You know, what about you stresses you out that you're doing every day? That you're like, man, if I would just stop doing that every day and I would just do this instead, I'd feel better. You know, how can that change? Can you reach out to a friend who can help you be accountable? You know, I think that it's so cool finding a community of people that want to help and lift up each other. So there's so many ways that you can get with people that can kind of help pull you along. Sometimes you just need a friend who's willing to say, yes, let's do this together, or they'll check in with you about it. You know, be willing to think outside the box and think about what action could you take on every single one of those things that bring you stress, you know, especially the ones that bring you big stress. And sometimes until we sit down and we really think about the things, we don't even realize we are that stressed, right? 
And we have to use our triggers and our responses to things as a guide and a teaching tool to be able to say, why did I freak out that day? Why am I screaming at my kids? Why am I getting agitated with my husband about that? Or why does that bother me that that coworker is saying that to me? Or whatever, like sit down and really think about it. Why? Because it's a teaching tool that can teach you something that maybe you need to take action on because maybe you don't even know it bothers you. But now you have to be honest and say, wow, that really does. I don't want it to. So I try to pretend it doesn't, but it does. And that stress isn't worth it, right? So stress is a huge one. It's huge. And we, we underestimate it, I believe. And I underestimated this in my life too. And when you're younger, I think we can handle stress much better, right? It just kind of rolls off a little more. But I think the older we get, ladies, and even men, you know, we just have to be really careful about our stress. And when it comes to hormones, which is the main reason I want to talk about this podcast, is I realized that stress just really affected me. And there were so many things in my life that I thought I did not have control over that I realized I do. I had more control over them than I thought. And by making some changes in my marriage, my relationships, who I allow to hold a lot of space in my life, how I'm going to let people treat me, when I reintroduced myself to people, my life and my world changed and my stress went down because until you get rid of some of that, you don't even realize how bad the stress was, right? So I'm going to end it here because I feel like you're getting the gist. Um, but stress is big, guys. So now I challenge you to go out, write the list, figure it out, and get the action plans in place to try to work on that stress. Because I think women with your hormones, you're going to find if you give it time and you're really genuinely doing the work to take action towards changing those stressors, that with some other things that I'm going to talk more about on this podcast each day this week, um, I think you're going to start to see changes and I think you're going to start to feel better. That's my hope for you anyway, because it worked for me. It's worked for a lot of people. And I think that it's going to be an amazing journey for you to take. So with that said, I'm going to end that here. And this is in the studio with Am podcast. And as always, thank you so much for listening.